When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to Sustainable Success. I hope everyone is having a great week. Here we are in the month of May. Another beautiful month. And again, hope your Q2 is off to a great start. Again, if you have any questions in regards to your KPIs and goals and objectives with individual at an individual level or a team or corporate level, feel free to reach out to us here at chris at sustainablesuccess.net or chris at christophersalem.com. We'd be more than happy to do an assessment to see where you're at and provide any insights that can help move you personally and your business forward. Today's show is being brought to you today by Achieve Biz Explosion Conferences, Biz Explosion Conferences. And that Biz Explosion Conference is taking place June 9th and the 10th in Denver, Colorado. And again, this is a great event. I, I personally know the organizers. And again, they bring in quality entrepreneurs from around the country and an opportunity to not only collaborate and meet but also walk away with business. I that if there are very few events where I go to where actually you are able to generate business from, and this is a great, great group. And 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 again, if you like more information on them, you could go to achievebizconferences.com, achievebizconferences.com. And I happen to be keynoting that event on June 10th, so it'll be a pleasure to meet you if you actually are there. So again, if you like more information, go to AchieveBizConferences.com. If you are new to the show, well, welcome. We are actually on a new time now. As you can see, we're on the business channel. We went from the influencers to the business channel. And we have a new time now here at 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock East Coast time, as well as 12 to 1 Pacific Standard Time. If you are new to the show, we highly encourage you to share this show also with friends and colleagues, people in your organizations. And again, we are committed to bringing subject matter experts from all different walks of life, help sharing their insights and personal experiences to take your business and personal success to the next level. Well, we got a great show for you today. We are going to be talking about Think and Grow You. And this is actually from a Amazon best-selling author. His name is Chris Felton. I know him personally, and he is a great guy. He's done a lot of work with Ed Milet. He's been uh, featured in the U.S. Uh, uh, News World Report, NASDAQ, Yahoo Finance, Market Watch. But before I introduce him, let me give you a quick bio on him. He's an Amazon best-selling author, seven-figure entrepreneur, and the founder and principal of his own financial services firm, which started in 1999. He has helped tens of thousands of people internationally to overcome their resistance to change and create more success, peace, and impact in their lives. Chris speaks from his own personal experience of being on the edge of financial ruin, business failure, and divorce. He shares the secrets that allowed him to avert the potential disaster and transform all areas of his life. Chris leads and trains hundreds of agents across the U.S. and has helped over 17,000 people become more financially literate and experience financial relief. With his latest book and speaking series, Think and Grow You, Chris is focused on helping driven entrepreneurs break through plateaus in their growth by learning how to get out of their own way 
and take their success and peace and impact to the next level. And without further ado, we welcome Chris Felton to the show. Chris, how are you doing today? Um, better than ever, Christopher. Excited to do this with you today. Thanks for yeah, having me. Yeah, so happy to be have you here. So, uh, yeah, so I would like to uh, chat about, you know, about Think and Grow You. And you and I have had this discussion, you know, many times. And, you know, when it comes to thinking, you know, sometimes our thinking can actually get in our own way, many, especially in the beginning. But can you talk a little bit about maybe your personal experience and what led up to this book? And then we can kind of do a deeper dive into the whole process of thinking and growing you. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, having been a human for 51 years and an entrepreneur for 24 years, uh, I don't know if you've ever been stuck, Christopher, but uh, oh yeah, I, I, I know what I know what it's like to be stuck, be really stuck, to live in scared out and worry. And I was in, I was really stuck. I was a financial services entrepreneur entering the Great Recession, and uh, I was two hundred fifty thousand dollars in credit card debt. Um, I was having to pay my ex-wife $5,200 at the beginning of the month. I had a 6,000 square foot office lease I couldn't afford. And uh, my wife, uh, my second and current and last wife ever, uh, Marlo, <laughs> walked into a financial poop show. And she didn't know it because I kept it from her. And uh, and then when I finally told her what was going on, I, I gave up all finances to her. Best financial decision ever made in my life. But uh, the bottoming out was I had to come home and corner my wife in the kitchen of our rented home. Wow. And convince her to give me money that she had separate from the marriage because she was smart enough not to commingle money with the broke dude. <laughs> <laughs> so she had a separate pool of money, Christopher, that she had she had an eye on a on a Nordstrom's business suit that she really wanted, made her look fantastic, but she couldn't have it because I needed that money to pay my ex-wife the $5,200 the next day. So I don't know if it's ever happened in human uh, in the, in in uh, humanity before, but I had to convince my wife to give me the money to pay my ex-wife, and it didn't go very well, if you can imagine. Mm. So she uh, picked up her purse. I don't know if you've ever had a woman throw a purse at you, but she picked up a twenty-pound purse and threw it at me. Not once, wow. but four, but four I, times. I've had, yeah, I, I was married and divorced once, so I know the feeling. Yes, and I'm happily married, thank God now. But been do- been down that road. <laughs> Yeah. And uh anyway, so we we had the we had the fight of our lives and uh I I stopped the fight by asking her the the ultimate question, well why are we still together? So she went upstairs to figure that out for the rest of the night and I was there alone again with my thoughts and it was uh it was it was a, it was an awakening moment for me because I could just see the failure of my first marriage caused by me. My kids were seven and four. They lived on the other side of the country. I hadn't seen them in months. The stress. I was drinking too much. I mean, I was just a mess. And that's right when I realized that the common denominator to all my problems was me and that I had to change. And I had to quit living in uh, what I call hopium. And it was uh, hoping the outside world changes while I insist on remaining the same. So long story short, we 
Marlo and I, my, my wife got back together the next day and to her immense credit, she's like, we're staying together. We're not declaring bankruptcy. We're not getting jobs. We're going to stay in our business and get focused. And, and then she got on planes, trains, and automobiles for the next two years and interviewed world-class wealthy couples that had wealth in all areas of their life. And our first book, Couples Money, came from that. But then she was like, what are you going to do? And I was like, uh, I'm going to change. I'm going to grow. I'm not interested. I'm committed. And she said, okay, what does that look like? What does committed look like? I'm like, you know, yeah. how, an Olympic, you know how an Olympic athlete is with their sport? That's yes. going to that's going to be me with my mindset. So up <laughs> no, that's early. a good thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll join yeah. you there on that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, so it was just a full on commitment on really, uh, you know, figuring out how my mindset was creating broke. Cause Christopher, I'm a CPA and I'm a financial advisor. How could a CPA, a financial advisor be broke? Well, I had to remake my belief systems that had created poverty in my family's lives forever. And, and, so that's what I did. And uh, as Mel Robbins says, it didn't happen overnight, but it happened over time. We had an incredible uh, transformation. And so I share some of that stuff in the new book. Wow. Chris, it's, I, well, one thing I've always respected, you, you know, you're, you're very transparent and you, you, you know, as, and as I went through this transformation several years, many years ago, I had to make myself vulnerable in order to grow. And, and you obviously demonstrated that and, and you've had great, great success. And now with the book out, you know, and in, in, in also you're speaking around the country, you know, soon around the world. And, you know, you're, you're bringing, a, you know, like a, a workshop, at, you know, aspect to this out to really not only create awareness, but really help people. Talk a little bit about like, what does that process look like when we, when we th have to think to grow you, you know, so like what, what would be that process if you could share with us? Yeah. I mean, I, I think um, the, the, the messaging in my book is, uh, you know, the problem that the book solves is stuck. And, and we, we first and foremost have to humble down. You talked about vulnerability. We have to bring humility, humility to the party. And, and I worked with a coach for four and a half years and I would often push back. I don't know if you've ever had anyone that you've coached push oh, yeah. back, push back on you. And, and then he would kind of wake me up, Christopher. He'd say, Hey, Hey dude, uh, based on results, how's your way working? Hated that question. <laughs> yeah. And, and my guys hate that question too, but he would snap me out of my egoic need to be right. And, and to look a certain way. And so so I had to humble down, dude, because based on results, I didn't really know anything. Um, I had to be willing to change and then I had to do the work to change. And I knew that the work was going to be worth it. So that's the messaging through my book. Um, but really, the, the, the first step and, and the first pillar in the book is get out of your own way. And what that means is we get in our own way. I still do it today. Um, and we have getting getting in your own way is these are habitual patterns that we have that things happen we react a, a program kicks in uh, we have a similar thought similar feeling similar action similar result we are literally Bill Murray and Groundhog Day um, and so it's really that's what I had to do Christopher is is what is the thinking first I had to buy into that my thinking was actually creating my results mm. I had to buy that. 
I gave a lot of pretty speeches on it, but I didn't fully 100% grasp it. But then when I looked at the results in my life and I realized me plus a thought equals a result, there's the result, there's me, what's the thinking? And I started diving into what is the thinking that's creating this. And then what gave me hope was, well, I just, I just need to, I, I need to create new patterns of thought. I need to shift. So anyway, so first step is what's the thinking that's creating the result? Wow. And I think with thinking, like it's just anything. Like I always had a thing. I used to always say like, you know, you have to think differently to be. And then when you can be it, you become it. And when you become it, you could do things different and better and then have, and then have different and better results. So what was like, like, what would that transition look like, Chris? Like if, when people start to make that, um, that, that shift, what would that look like? Well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, so like, for, for example, I mean, I was broke and what my, what my coach said, you know, Chris, you, you no longer have a, a problem. You have a project. And, and so that, that changed my world. Like that little thing, he's like, you don't have a money, money problem. You have a money project. And you've been thinking a certain way decades around money and you're not going to spin out of it in 21 days. Yeah. But but the first step is he he had me and I share it in the book. He he had me get a journal and it's a green money journal. And I wrote the word money down and I wrote down, spent about an hour on it. I wrote down everything I make up about that word. Yeah. And it was rich people stink, hard to make, money's hard to make, hard to keep. When's the shoe gonna drop? Money won't make you happy. I mean, dude, it was like 20 pieces of head trash. And it was like, oh, I finally met the enemy and it is I. And and it was like, well, that's why I'm broke. Because I knew what to do. I wasn't doing it. So then I rewrote a new story, which was, you know, making and saving big money is easy. Money's a scorecard of value that I'm bringing to others. The more money I make, the more people I'm helping. Uh, it, it's a measure of growth. And so basically it was anytime that old pattern would pop up, that awareness of doing that exercise – I could stop the pattern, delete, just say shift and start thinking a new pattern. So that, uh, and it's tedious and it's not easy, but once again, one of my main messages of the book is the work will always be worth it. Yeah. When you say that work will always, I mean, I, 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 the way I process that is it's a process. Amen. You know, nothing happens overnight. Like you said, everything is a process over time. And you, you had that quote from Mel Robin, you know, it's, you know, over time, it's not overnight, it's over time. And and it requires a commitment in, 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 what would you say that in the beginning, like, like when you have to make that commitment, Chris, was it like, did you have to white knuckle it to use discipline? Cause obviously you were in this situation where, you know, you were like, it was like, you know, you, 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 you hit rock bottom and you can only go up, but nonetheless, you didn't want to stay there. Would it, did it require you know, some, you know, the discipline just to do things that felt uncomfortable in order to move forward and upward? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I connected the price that other people, the prices other people were paying for me wanting to stay the same. Hmm. And so anytime, you know, and as humans, we're addicted to being comfortable. We have a comfort addiction. And so, and I like to be comfortable just like everybody else, but staying in comfort created broke. 
And so when I was like, I can't see my kids, I'm fighting with my wife, it's impacting our marriage, it's not doing good for me in lots of ways. So anytime I'd want to settle for comfort, I would just go, you know, my kids, my wife, I just have a little snap. And it would kind of wake me up. And then I would just do the next little step. And then as you know, body in motion stays in motion. So it's not this like, grit your teeth. You know, it's just do the next thing. And then the momentum will happen. And I just worried about winning the day. That's yeah. that was it. I just wanted to win the day. And as I did that, my confidence got rebuilt. Wow. That's powerful, Chris. I mean, so it's so true. And, and, and that resiliency is so key. And, you know, I always look at resilience as not something that's situational. I look at it every day. Like if I can be resilient each and every day, like, you know, looking at challenges and obstacles as opportunities and blessings to grow, you know, what you become and how you think that way. So, so true. We got just about 30 seconds till the end uh, to our break. Anything that you would like to like, just any high impact statement you'd like to close out this segment on what you shared? Yeah, stress and suffering is optional, mm. right? It's optional. That it's, it's optional. Total, no it's question choice. about it. We don't have to suffer. It's a choice. We get, you know, we we choose to either how we see it happening for us uh, versus to us. Where if, if it's to us, we're the victim. We find the excuses and we can suffer as a result of it. So so true. It's an, it, it is a choice. Well, everybody, we got more to come here with Chris Felton as we're talking about Think and Grow You. We got some more great insights that he'll be sharing from his book here with you and helping to move you and your business to the next level. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome to Sustainable Success. I hope everyone is having a great week. Here we are in the month of May. Another beautiful month. And again, hope your Q2 is off to a great start. Again, if you have any questions in regards 
to your KPIs and goals and objectives with individual at an individual level or a team or corporate level, feel free to reach out to us here at Chris at SustainableSuccess.net or Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. We'd be more than happy to do an assessment to see where you're at and provide any insights that can help move you personally and your business forward. Today's show is being brought to you today by Achieve Biz Explosion Conferences, Biz Explosion Conferences. And that Biz Explosion Conference is taking place June 9th and the 10th in Denver, Colorado. And again, this is a great event. I, I personally know the organizers. And again, they bring in quality entrepreneurs from around the country and an opportunity to not only collaborate and meet but also walk away with business. I that, if There are very few events where I go to where actually you are able to generate business from. And this is a great, great group. And, and, and again, if you'd like more information on them, you could go to AchieveBizConferences.com, AchieveBizConferences.com. And I happen to be keynoting that event on June 10th. So it'll be a pleasure to meet you if you actually are there. So again, if you'd like more information, go to AchieveBizConferences.com. If you are new to the show, well, welcome. We are actually on a new time now. As you can see, we're on the business channel. We went from the influencers to the business channel. And we have a new time now here at 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock East Coast time, as well as 12 to 1 Pacific Standard Time. If you are new to the show, we highly encourage you to share this show also with friends and colleagues, people in your organizations. And again, we are committed to bringing subject matter experts from all different walks of life, help sharing their insights and personal experiences to take your business and personal success to the next level. Well, we got a great show for you today. We are going to be talking about Think and Grow You. And this is actually from a Amazon best-selling author. His name is Chris Felton. I know him personally, and he is a great guy. He's done a lot of work with Ed Milet. He's been uh, featured in the U.S. Uh, uh, News World Report, NASDAQ, Yahoo Finance, Market Watch. But before I introduce him, let me give you a quick bio on him. He's an Amazon best-selling author, seven-figure entrepreneur, and the founder and principal of his own financial services firm, which started in 1999. He has helped tens of thousands of people internationally to overcome their resistance to change and create more success, peace, and impact in their lives. Chris speaks from his own personal experience of being on the edge of financial ruin, business failure, and divorce. He shares the secrets that allowed him to avert the potential disaster and transform all areas of his life. Chris leads and trains hundreds of agents across the U.S. and has helped over 17,000 people become more financially literate and experience financial relief. With his latest book and speaking series, Think and Grow You, Chris is focused on helping driven entrepreneurs break through plateaus in their growth by learning how to get out of their own way and take their success and peace and impact to the next level. And without further ado, we welcome Chris Felton to the show. Chris, how are you doing today? Um, better than ever, Christopher. Excited to do this with you today. Thanks for yeah, having me. Yeah, so happy to be have you here. So, uh, yeah, so I would like to uh, chat about, you know, about Think and Grow You. And you and I have had this discussion, you know, many times. And, you know, when it comes to thinking, you know, sometimes our thinking can actually get in our own way, many, especially in the beginning. But can you talk a little bit about maybe your 
personal experience and what led up to this book. And then we can kind of do a deeper dive into the whole process of thinking and growing you. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, having been a human for 51 years and an entrepreneur for 24 years, uh, I don't know if you've ever been stuck, Christopher, but, uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I know what, I know what it's like to be stuck, be really stuck, to live in scared out and worry. And I was in, I was really stuck. I was a financial services entrepreneur entering the great recession and, uh, I was $250,000 in credit card debt. Um, I was having to pay my ex-wife $5,200 at the beginning of the month. I had a 6,000 square foot office lease I couldn't afford. And, uh, my wife, uh, my second and current and last wife ever, uh, Marlo <laughs> walked into a financial poop show and she didn't know it because I kept it from her. And, uh, and then when I finally told her what was going on, I, I gave up all finances to her, best financial decision ever made in my life. But uh, the bottoming out was I had to come home and corner my wife in the kitchen of our rented home Wow! and convince her to give me money that she had separate from the marriage because she was smart enough not to commingle money with the broke dude. <laughs> <laughs> so she had a separate pool of money, Christopher, that she had she had an eye on a on a Nordstrom's business suit that she really wanted, made her look fantastic, but she couldn't have it because I needed that money to pay my ex-wife the fifty two hundred dollars the next day. So I don't know if it's ever happened in human uh, in, 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 uh, humanity before, but I had to convince my wife to give me the money to pay my ex-wife and it didn't go very well, if you can imagine. Mm. So she, uh, picked up her purse. I don't know if you've ever had a woman throw a purse at you, but she picked up a 20 pound purse and threw it at me. Not once, wow. but four, but four I, times. I've had, yeah, I, I was married and divorced once. So I know the feeling. Yes. And I am happily married. Thank God now, but been, do been down that road. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, anyway, so we, we had the, we had the fight of our lives and, uh, I, I stopped the fight by asking her the, the ultimate question, well, why are we still together? So she went upstairs to figure that out for the rest of the night. And I was there alone again with my thoughts. And it was, uh, it was, it was, a, it was an awakening moment for me because I could just see the failure of my first marriage caused by me. My kids were seven and four. They lived on the other side of the country. I hadn't seen them in months. The stress, I was drinking too much. I mean, I was just a mess. And that's right when I realized that the common denominator to all my problems was me and that I had to change. And I had to quit living in uh, what I call hopium. And it was uh, hoping the outside world changes while I insist on remaining the same. So long story short, we... Mar Marlo and I, my, my wife got back together the next day and to her immense credit, she's like, we're staying together. We're not declaring bankruptcy. We're not getting jobs. We're going to stay in our business and get focused. And, and then she got on planes, trains and automobiles for the next two years and interviewed world-class wealthy couples that had wealth in all areas of their life. And our first book, Couples Money, came from that. But then she was like, what are you going to do? And I was like, uh, I'm going to change. I'm going to grow. I'm not interested. I'm committed. And she said, okay, what does that look like? What does committed look like? I'm like, you know, yeah. how Olympic, you know how an Olympic athlete is with their sport. That's yes. going to 
that's going to be me with my mindset. So <laughs> no, that's early. a good thing. Yeah. I'll, I'll join yeah. you there on that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, so it was just a full on commitment on really, uh, you know, figuring out how my mindset was creating broke. Cause Christopher, I'm a CPA and I'm a financial advisor. How could a CPA, a financial advisor be broke? Well, I had to remake my belief systems that had created poverty in my family's lives forever. And, and, so that's what I did. And uh, as Mel Robbins says, it didn't happen overnight, but it happened over time. We had an incredible uh, transformation. And so I share some of that stuff in the new book. Wow. Chris, it's, I, well, one thing I've always respected, you, you know, you're, you're very transparent and you, you, you know, as, and as I went through this transformation several years, many years ago, I had to make myself vulnerable in order to grow. And, and you obviously demonstrated that and, and you've had great, great success. And now with the book out, you know, and in, in, in also you're speaking around the country, you know, soon around the world. And, you know, you're, you're bringing, a, you know, like a, a workshop, you know, aspect to this out to really not only create awareness, but really help people. Talk a little bit about like, what does that process look like when we, when we th- have to think to grow you, you know, so like what, what would be that process if you could share with us? Yeah. I mean, I, I think um, the, the, the messaging in my book is, uh, you know, the problem that the book solves is stuck. And, and we, we first and foremost have to humble down. You talked about vulnerability. We have to bring humility, humility to the party. And, and I worked with a coach for four and a half years and I would often push back. I don't know if you've ever had anyone that you've coached push oh, yeah. back, push back on you. And, and then he would kind of wake me up, Christopher. He'd say, Hey, Hey dude, uh, based on results, how's your way working? Hated that question. <laughs> yeah. And and my guys hate that question too, but he would snap me out of my egoic need to be right. And, and to look a certain way. And so so I had to humble down, dude, because based on results, I didn't really know anything. Um, I had to be willing to change and then I had to do the work to change. And I knew that the work was going to be worth it. So that's the messaging through my book. Um, but really, the the, the first step and, and the first pillar in the book is get out of your own way. And what that means is we get in our own way. I still do it today. Um, and we have getting getting in your own way is these are habitual patterns that we have that things happen we react a, a program kicks in uh, we have a similar thought similar feeling similar action similar result we are literally Bill Murray and Groundhog Day um, and so it's really that's what I had to do Christopher is is what is the thinking first I had to buy into that my thinking was actually creating my results mm. I had to buy that. I gave a lot of pretty speeches on it, but I didn't fully 100% grasp it. But then when I looked at the results in my life and I realized me plus a thought equals a result, there's the result, there's me, what's the thinking? And I started diving into what is the thinking that's creating this? And then what gave me hope was, well, I just I just need to, I, I need to create new patterns of thought. I need to shift. So anyway, so first step is what's the thinking that's creating the result? Wow. And I think with thinking, like, it's just anything. Like, I always had a thing. I used to always say, like, 
you know, you have to think differently to be. And then when you can be it, you become it. When you become it, you could do things different and better and then have and then have different and better results. So what was like, like, what would that transition look like, Chris? Like if when people start to make that um that that shift, what would that look like? Well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, so like, for, for example, I mean, I was broke and what my, what my coach said, you know, Chris, you, you no longer have a, a problem. You have a project. And, and so that, that changed my world. Like that little thing, he's like, you don't have any money problem. You have a money project. And you've been thinking a certain way decades around money and you're not going to spin out of it in 21 days. Yeah. But but the first step is he he had me and I share it in the book. He he had me get a journal and it's a green money journal. And I wrote the word money down and I wrote down, spent about an hour on it. I wrote down everything I make up about that word. Yeah. And it was rich people stink, hard to make, money's hard to make, hard to keep. When's the shoe gonna drop? Money won't make you happy. I mean, dude, it was like 20 pieces of head trash. And it was like, oh, I finally met the enemy and it is I. And and it was like, well, that's why I'm broke. Because I knew what to do. I wasn't doing it. So then I rewrote a new story, which was, you know, making and saving big money is easy. Money's a scorecard of value that I'm bringing to others. The more money I make, the more people I'm helping. Uh, it, it's a measure of growth. And so basically it was anytime that old pattern would pop up, that awareness of doing that exercise I could stop the pattern, delete, just say shift and start thinking a new pattern. So that, uh, and it's tedious and it's not easy, but once again, one of my main messages of the book is the work will always be worth it. Yeah. When you say that work will always, I mean, I, 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 the way I process that is it's a process. You know, nothing happens overnight. Like you said, everything is a process over time. And you had that quote from Mel Robin, you know, it's, you know, over time, it's not overnight, it's over time. And, and it requires a commitment in, in, in what would you say that in the beginning, like, like when you have to make that commitment, Chris, was it like, did you have to white knuckle it Did use discipline? Cause obviously you were in this situation where, you know, you were like, it was like, you know, you, 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 you hit rock bottom and you could only go up, but nonetheless, you didn't want to stay there. Would it, did it require you know, some, you know, the discipline just to do things that felt uncomfortable in order to move forward and upward? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I connected the price that other people, the prices other people were paying for me wanting to stay the same. Hmm. And so anytime, you know, and as humans, we're addicted to being comfortable. We have a comfort addiction. And so, and I like to be comfortable just like everybody else, but staying in comfort created broke. And so when I was like, I can't see my kids, I'm fighting with my wife. It's impacting our marriage. It's not doing good for me in lots of ways. So anytime I'd want to settle for comfort, I would just go, you know, my kids, my wife, I just have a little snap and it would kind of wake me up. And then I would just do the next little step. And then as you know, body in motion stays in motion. So it's not this like, grit your teeth, you know, it's just do the next thing and then the momentum will happen. And I just worried about winning the day. That's yeah. that was it. I just wanted to win the day. And as I did that, my confidence got rebuilt. Wow. 
That's powerful, Chris. I mean, so it's so true. And, and, and that resiliency is so key. And, you know, I always look at resilience as not something that's situational. I look at it every day. Like if I could be resilient each and every day, like, you know, looking at challenges and obstacles as opportunities and blessings to grow, you know, what you become and how you think that way. So, so true. We got just about 30 seconds till the end uh, to our break. Anything that you would like to like, just any high impact statement you'd like to close out this segment on what you shared? Yeah, stress and suffering is optional, mm. right? It's optional. That it's optional. Total, no question choice. about it. We don't have to suffer. It's a choice. We get, you know, we we choose to either how we see it happening for us uh, versus to us. Where if, if it's to us, we're the victim. We find the excuses and we can suffer as a result of it. So so true. It's an, it, it is a choice. Well, everybody, we got more to come here with Chris Felton as we're talking about Think and Grow You. We got some more great insights that he'll be sharing from his book here with you and helping to move you and your business to the next level. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone is enjoying the show like I am. And if you're just joining us again, we are talking about Think and Grow You with Chris Felton. Again, our show is being brought to you today by Biz Explosion Conferences. Again, they are organizers of entrepreneurial conference and events, uh, bringing in people from around the country, even around the world. And again, they are based in Denver, Colorado. Again, they're called Achieve Biz Conferences. Go to their website at achievebizconferences.com. Again, their next event coming up is June 9th and the 10th. Uh, that will be, again, in Denver, Colorado. Again, this would be bringing up close to about 400-plus entrepreneurs, a great opportunity to meet new people, maybe perhaps meet you, some collaboration partners, or better yet, somebody that could be doing business with you. Feel free to check them out at AchieveBizConferences.com. So, 
Chris, I you know one of the things that you talk about in the book, and I think this is such an important area, especially when you, as you're you're kind of like going through that process of overcoming the things that have been holding you back, moving forward, developing your level of confidence. That again, thinking differently to grow yourself. Talk about uh, the approval, you know, with people that that are always seeking approval, seeking validation, approval addiction, whatever you, we you know how people may call it. What are the ways that we people can kind of step away from that? Because I I've been there because I was uh, a passive and aggressive communicator, and the passive side was the one that was constantly seeking approval. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, uh, uh, approval addiction. I mean, the, my uh, my book and speaking mentor guy, you know, Steve Siebel. Um, he's he's got. He's got a whole workshop on approval addiction, and he did a study. He interviewed twenty five thousand people that basically quit direct sales, network marketing, commission based sales. Twenty five thousand people uh, in a survey, and he said, "Do you have an approval addiction problem?" And get guess what percentage said they did, Christopher? I bet you. Well, I bet you. I mean, I would say there would probably be a lot, but were some people in denial and said no? Less than 0.1%. That's what I would have thought, but they're, they don't want to, they're not looking to admit it. They didn't even know they had the problem. They didn't even know they had a problem. Exactly. Yeah. And and so the, the the guy that he engaged to kind of, he did his whole doctoral thesis on it. The, when we're in full-blown approval addiction, our brain looks identical to someone that has a heroin addiction. The brain scans look identical. And approval is fine, but we spend like childhood getting approval and we get a payoff for doing that. And it's okay. If you follow a traditional path, the problem is, is when you be, want to become an entrepreneur or a professional athlete or an artist or a musician, and you start breaking that mold, then the, the crabs, you know, the lobsters, whatever from the, the bucket start pulling you back. Um, and so it's a huge issue and I didn't even know it. And I was in middle of a personal development seminar because I'm I'm looking for answers. I'm like, why? And we went. We did this uh, all a 48 hour construction project with 100 guys. And and I realized in that moment, I'm like, I never really got my dad's approval. And and this facilitator, I'll never forget. I always get goosebumps when I tell the story. We we did a lineup kind of afterwards, and the facilitator from this from the session walked up to me he said what are you learning i'm like i have a massive need for the approval of other people and he says it's exhausting to watch you run around the seminar trying to get people to love and appreciate you you're trying to get their approval and they were not giving me that it was crazy for 10 days christopher nobody approved of me <laughs> nobody and it was i mean i could feel it it was i was not getting my hit to my addiction and then he said who pays the price for your need for the approval of other people and o m g dude dominoes i'm like my kids my wife my ex-wife my clients my bank account my this my and the quote yeah. I use in the, in the book from David Sandler is, is uh, uh, your need for the approval of others uh, is the biggest check you'll ever write in your life. Oh, yeah. 
And so I wasn't asking, I wasn't having difficult conversations. I w- anyway, so we all have the problem. My name is Chris Felton. I'm a recovering approval addict. Okay. And I'm in the 12 step program too. So it's not about getting rid of it. It is about understanding when it runs you. Right. And as I was launching my book and doing a launch event and guess what? I wasn't getting everyone's approval. Yeah. A lot of people didn't give a rat's ass what I was doing and I thought they loved me. Well, my approval addiction started creeping up and I was like, Oh, hi, there's my, (laughs) there's my old friend wanting me to come in and feel miserable, but I would catch it in the heat of the moment, shift to something else, affirmation, whatever. I'd let it go. So I still have it and it's okay. We all want to have approval of other people, but it's good until it's not. So the key is understanding we're all approval addicts recognizing it and not going down the rabbit hole when it takes a hold of you. And really at the end of the day, I had to approve 100% of myself, the good and the bad, the miracle and the mess. And the more I worked on approving me with the warts, so to speak, and the good and the bad and the ugly, then I needed less of the outside validation, the outside approval. So it's an inside Mm -hmm. job. Yeah, and it is a process. And oftentimes the, you know, when we are addicted to being, you know, for approval and validation, I mean, yeah, it could show up in other things, alcohol, drugs, sex, gambling, you know, it's not, you know, but yeah, because for me, I had an issue with that big time and anger too. And well, anger was the byproduct of that. So no, no, I could totally relate to that 100%. 100%. Yeah. 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 So, Chris, have. talk about like, you know, with, now that you shared that, like, you know, why, 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 do, why would you, you know, you use coaches. I'm a coach. So, I, you know, and I've, and I've used coaches. Talk about like why it's important where a coach can really help. And you've, you've shared some insights to some of your experiences with coaching here during, during our discussion here today. Well, coaches, you know, they're not you and they see your blind spots. I had blind spots everywhere. But because I was so close to being me, I didn't, (laughs) I couldn't see him. (laughs) So I didn't know I had an approval addiction issue until it was brought up. I mean, I had an experience that that made me realize it. Uh, But if I didn't get it then, they were going to give it to me at some point. And then my coach just, you know, I mean, it's a, a wonderful coach for four and a half years. You know, and he would just point things out. And I always thought it was a how to strategy thing. He did teach me strategy. And uh, because he said, you're a great goal setter, but you're a horrible goal achiever. All right. And um, and so it's it's just necessary. But our ego is not our amigo. And your ego wants you to stay right where you are, stuck in comfort. And as you know, you've been there, Christopher. We get comfortable and familiar with dysfunction. And it's it's not good, right? Our brain likes no. familiar. No, our brain likes familiar. So so we need a coach, and that's why humbling down and, and bringing humility to the party, and then recognizing that other prices the, the the prices other people are paying for us showing up. But but when you engage a coach, then you gotta you gotta learn how to use them. And and I think my book's real effective for coaches because they can give the book to 
other people and say, read the, read the chapter on coaching because I wasted the first six months of my relationship with him trying to prove to him that it wasn't that bad. Like I'm okay. Oh yeah. I got that. Like, uh, you know, one time he said, Hey, you need to save money. Why aren't you saving money? And I'm like, well, I don't have any money to save. How can I save money if I don't have any money to save? He said, you've been using that BS excuse for 30 years. Yeah. How how much longer are you going to do that? And I said, well, I know that. And he, if we would have been live, you would have punched me. (laughs) He said, don't say I know that ever again, because based on results, you don't know blankety blank. Yeah. Bombs cussing. You don't know crap. And by the way, if you say, you know, that again, I'm going to fire you and keep your money. (laughs) Wow. Cause you, I thought you said, I'm going to fire and give your money back, but I'm going to keep it. (laughs) I'm going to keep it. Yeah, he wasn't cheap. And he said, I'll know you know it when you're living it. It was one of the biggest lessons of my life. And so, you know, and and this whole I know it, it's just instinctual. I mean, we we learn it in grade school. And so when my guys, when when I'm coaching people, I'm like, I know that. Then I'm like, really? Do you? Do your results show it? Mm-hmm. So that was a good lesson. But then, you know, he, he, he taught me how to use them. But the first six months, it was, you know, you've been in those sessions, Christopher. Like, like you spend all the time, like, digging, trying to figure out where they are and what and all that. And so finally, like six months in, I'm like, all right, this is crap. I'm wasting his time. I'm wasting my time. And the number one skill of a world-class thinker is the, it's called objective reality. And it's the capacity to look at your results and own your results and not feel around it. Mm. Just own it. It's just you either did or you didn't. So six months in, Friday call, 30-minute session. We get on the phone. I'm like, all right, coach, we're going to change this because it's not working. Here's what I said I was going to do last week. I did not do it. However, oh, I did not do it. Here's what became more important than me keeping my word to myself. Mm. But here's what I learned. This is what I'm going to do different. Will you continue to coach me? And so we cut through tremendous BS. And that became the flow of our call for the next four years. Yeah. So I said, hey, coach, this is what I said I was going to do. These steps are in my book. This is what I said I was going to do. I either did or I didn't do it. Here's what became more important than me keeping my word. However, this is what I learned. This is what I'm going to shift. It was usually a little small shift. Will you coach me? Wow, that's powerful, Chris. I It's so, so, so true. And I... I, I mean, we could have a whole discussion because I think coaching is so important. You know, we're getting close to the end of the show, and I know I wanted to ask you one question before I let people know how to get how to find you. Why is it important to really have accountability for yourself and others that while you're on this journey? Yeah, I mean, I think the quote I use in the books from Bob Proctor, like accountability is the glue that ties the commitment to the result, right? And mm. 
and and I just I had to reframe my view on accountability. And my coach was like, "Hey, Chris, uh, you're not in trouble. Like, dude, get out of fifth grade on accountability." Yeah. Right. Right. So he he's just so he he said he's like, and if you don't if you don't grow up on accountability, he's like, can you imagine graduate or taking fifth grade over and over again and never graduating? Yeah. Right. And so, so you got to grow up. Yeah. Grow up, be accountable. And it's the only way you're going to have what it is that you say. you. Want. Uh, it's so true. I keep myself accountable every day and I have an accountability partner and other people too. But you know, one where we go, we tie in every week. I've been doing that for years, even well before it was talked about. I know we only have a really uh, short period of time. I want to first thank you personally for taking time to be here with us here at Sustainable Success. If you could let the audience know, how can they reach out and get to know Chris Felton, more about the Think and Grow You program, get the the, the book, and anything else you'd like to leave? Yeah, everything's at uh, chrisfelton.me. That's in in my mode of uh, operation with this is uh, obviously the book. Um, keynote speaking and then and then workshops and the book's written in such a way that literally people can grab however many you know concepts and hey chris can you come in and talk about this or can you do a workshop half day full day on this so uh it's a custom tailored uh message for people so i'm excited about that yep great well chris thank you again for being here we can't thank you enough and and again we highly encourage everybody listening here and those will be listening later. Reach out to Chris. I mean, he's got, I mean, such a, his story is so powerful. He's highly authentic and genuine. Someone you you definitely want to know who's been highly successful in financial services, direct sales, network marketing. Again, this is someone that you definitely want to get to know and who he, the people he's connected with. And again, you're probably going to want to know where he's going to be speaking next uh, around the world. And again, we uh, we recommend that you check out what he has to offer. Thank you again, Chris. And listeners, thank you each and every week joining us here the Sustainable Success Way. Again, the show would not be where it's at because of you. We are committed each and every week for bringing subject matter experts like Chris in each and every week to provide their personal experiences and insights to take your business and personal success to the next level. Till then, everybody, have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next Thursday. New time, 3 o'clock East Coast time. Thank you for tuning into Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have an incredible week.